Hey, thanks so much for downloading the episode on the show. My sister and I are talking about the summer, the good, the bad, and the ugly that has happened so far this year. That, along with our ugly and awkward moments of the week, sponsored by LipandClip.com. Check it out. Support us. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? I'm willing to bet $100 he absolutely knows what the secret is. Paula? Maybe I wouldn't mind living in a hut for a week. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth sisters who podcast it is episode 287 we are going into the first week of july already i can't even with the summer blowing through like it's so fast i know i can't stand it because on uh 7 8 18 my daughter will be nine years old I can't believe it's been nine years since you sneezed her out of your body. Basically. <laughs> well, wait, was it a cough or a sneeze? I it can't was a recall. cough. You were transitioning and you were coughing like crazy. And mom was in the room and she was like, do you need some water? And you're like, if you don't want to be in here, just get out. <laughs> and, and mom turns to me and she goes, well, that was rude. And I'm like, mother, I like, she's transitioning. She's transitioning? And she's like, I've never seen a woman transition by coughing. And then three three or four minutes later, out comes Olivia. I know. It was Mom, weird. Mom got offended so many times when I was in labor, which is she funny because how can, how can you try and spare someone's feelings when you're in labor? But You don't. You get to do whatever you want when you're in labor. It's literally the one time that you don't get to apologize or you don't have to apologize. Well, according to mom, that's not true. I know. It's like no matter what, you just maintain your manners. In fact, I drove her to go to lunch on time. <laughs> I don't know what I did. You entertained the room. <laughs> when, you, when your legs are in those stirrups, even if your vagina is dilated to nine centimeters, you be nice. Yeah, basically. And courteous. It's true. (laughs) Anyway, okay, so summer is in full swing, and there's a lot of good, bad, and ugly going on in the world, obviously, as we all know. But (laughs) I guess it probably depends on your take on this. But Michael Jackson's dad died. Oh, he did? Today. Yes, he died. He was 89. I didn't didn't even know he had a dad. I mean, obviously, he had a dad, but. He was the original, you know how they call Kardashian's mom the momager? Yeah. He was like the OG. He was the dadager. He was like the OG, but he was super abusive. It's how he got his his boys in line to do all the stuff. That's why they're all nuts. Right. Because he was super duper abusive and mom did nothing. You know, sounds familiar, right? But (laughs) they had like, but they had like seven or eight children and they were all incredibly talented and he saw that. And so he is absolutely responsible for the fame and success that they had as the Jackson five. He was super aggressive about getting them into the business and because they definitely were super talented. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like, I heard that about the beach boys, dad, their father apparently is, was also very rough on them and scary. And he was kind of responsible for thrusting them into the business and they, because they were so talented, but anyway, so Joe Jackson has passed away. He had cancer 
Mm. 89 years old. And you know, like you and I were talking, I don't know if we were talking about it on the show or if we were talking about it when you came over to visit the other day, but people who are genuinely terrible, they live for a really long time. I know, right? Why? Why? It's like the ones that you want to have just not be around to cause any more damage, they live to be like a hundred. Why is that? I never got that. I don't know. They should do a, a study to show like how long a narcissist lives in right. comparison to the average, you know, nice Human. person. Yeah. The average person who has the ability to attempt to have empathy and sympathy and, you know, actually wants to, you know, help people. Because like <laughs> those maybe those phrases, they say like it's a dog eat dog world. Like right. maybe those are true. Maybe, maybe. But only the good die young is that that sayings around for a reason, I think. But yeah, he croaked. And, you know, on one hand, it feels it's it's sad because Michael Jackson wasn't around to at least enjoy for a moment that his contemptible father was gone. But, you know, you know, we all die. So there you go. He's gone. Finally. True. I don't know. Maybe the damage has been done for those children. But I mean, they're older than us. Heather Locklear, that poor woman. I know. Have you, have you been following this? I have. And, you know, I can't tell if it's... Well, it's probably a mixture of mental illness and substance abuse. Yes. And so... I think she's an alcoholic. I think a lot of people just don't give her a lot of credit as far as being ill. Yes. And they just think that maybe she's just a junkie. I think she's an alcoholic. I think, although apparently she was hospitalized for an OD, but I don't know what it was. Like, they don't say what she was on, but she could have Xanax or something and then, you know, whatever. But I really, really, really hope someone reaches to her, reaches through to her and gets her to attempt some wellness. Well, I mean, I'm I'm positive they offer it to her every time she she goes to these different facilities. And the thing is, is Heather Locklear has been on this road for a while. This is not the first time. I mean, I think I want to say a few years ago she was arrested or pulled over for some kind of infraction and was arrested. And she always gets so damn violent. You know, that's the other right. thing. Well, she's a, yeah, she's an angry person. Well, she's been dating rock stars her whole <laughs> life. I know. In fact, uh, Tommy Lee, it was Tommy Lee, right? Wasn't she married to him forever? Uh, or was it Richie Sambora? She dated Richie Sambora after Tommy uh, Lee. Okay. Yes. Tommy, somebody said, yeah, this is all your fault, Tommy Lee. And he's like, fuck you guys. She's been a bitch forever. <laughs> he's like, this is not my fault. We, we've, we haven't been married for 20, almost 20 years or something crazy long. And I'm like, God, has it really been 17 years since you guys got divorced? Jeez. Crazy. Yeah, but I think really. that's true. I think well, it now, has been that long. Is she still with Jack Wagner or did they break up? I have zero idea about her social life. Oh, I, they were together for a while, weren't they? It's just a little more time. <laughs> he was back in the day. He was probably the first guy who looked like a super sexy dad that everybody thought was adorable. Everybody loved that song when he came out of with course. it. Of course, yes, absolutely. And I it was it horrible. It was terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> but everybody loved it. It was the eighties. We were all on. Everybody well, was on cocaine back then. He was a couple with someone. I forgot who it was, but um, well, he was on a soap opera, and then yeah. he, didn't he ultimately end up on Melrose Place? I can't remember. Maybe that's how they met. 
Yeah. Oh, I loved her. Um, oh, my God. Heather Locklear was the best thing that happened to that show. Her name she, was Miranda. Well, and she was on Spin City for a long time, too. I never watched that. I did not get into that as much. That's that a Michael a, J. Fox show, right? It was Michael J. Fox, but it was uh, her and Charlie Sheen. Go figure. <gasps> oh. They were the dynamic duo on that show. And Got they it. had really good chemistry. Yes. Well, crazy knows crazy. Yeah, for real. Uh, You know, I shouldn't say that. Drug addict knows drug addict. (laughs) For (laughs) all we know. That's all it is. Well, I still, regardless of what's going on with Miss Locklear, I hope she gets her shit together. I really, really don't want her to go down. I don't want to see a picture of her because she's been roaming the streets for two weeks and no one could find her. You know, I just can't do it. I don't want to see the roots. I mean, get your hair done, you know, whatever. Please try to get yourself together. Please. I'm hoping. like to see anybody like that i know you hate her but joanna Gaines had her baby yeah crew uh gains crew gains he's a cutie paula he's a cute baby yeah he's tiny because he came early yeah he was she's of course lucky in her life (laughs) she had a two and a half week old baby or two and a half week early baby yes so i'm sure he just popped out of the almond and you know (laughs) Well, he is. he's baby number five, so I don't know. It might be a walnut now. <laughs> it may not be an almond anymore. Do you ever wonder if the if the gains if their if their social media is accurate, or do you think she's like screams at the kids because she has so many now? Like, do you think she ever was a yelly mom or anything, or do you think she's just one of those moms? Because like when you see Martha Stewart, you know she was a bitch. Like, you know she was mean to her daughter. She you was tell. probably very passive aggressive, I would say. Martha Stewart, yeah. By the way, I love Martha Stewart, for yeah. real. I think it's because she reminds me so much of our mother. If you want to know what our mom is, look at Martha Stewart. That's exactly who she is. She even looks like her. She kind literally of. looks like her. Kind yeah. of. Yeah. I think Martha Stewart's taller, but she has, they, they literally have the same everything. She was doing, um, she's doing some episodes of Chopped right now. Oh, she's, she's, she's so, a judge. She's brutal. I love it. <laughs> I love everything. And here, and here's when I went, oh yeah, she's totally our mother is, uh, last week I was watching the one and it was the donut episode and she started drinking a cup of coffee in the middle of it. She just had a cup of coffee and she's just sitting there sipping, watching them work their asses off. And I went, of course you have coffee. Are you kidding me? And she's like, this isn't just coffee. This isn't a, she goes, this is a donut espresso. And she shows it and the foam is in a donut shape. Oh, how funny. She's awesome. I love her. But yes, she's brutal. She goes, well, I just don't really care for this at all. She's like, well, this could use more sauce because it's awfully dry. <laughs> you know? She's like, there's just nothing about this that I like. She's like, I think I can. Yes, I did <laughs> hear her say that. I mean, I was just like, can you add? And then the chef is like, oh, my God. Like, really? Nothing? You know? Before they get judged, they're just like, wow, Martha Stewart. You know, this is amazing. And she's like, well, this is just, you know, I this really is... find this unpleasant, the whole dish. She's like, I really don't like the way you used my radishes. Oh, that's right. <laughs> She's like, I don't know why we did it like this. <laughs> God, it was at least so the awesome. other judges try and patronize them a little bit. Yeah, then they're being super nice. Like, well, I really appreciate what you know. I see what you're doing here. I really love the relish. 
you know. I can tell you no flavors, but... I know you know how... I, it's clear you know how to cook. <laughs> it's like, I don't want you leaving here with a bad reputation. Right. Poor you and Martha going, you have no idea what to do with my own radishes. Gosh. <laughs> so great. Bridget Nielsen had that baby. Yeah, that was fast. I know. Well, I think she announced it towards the end of her pregnancy. But she's 50 years old, man. Or, yeah, she's 50. She's like 54, I think. Oh, is she over 50? Sometimes I wonder when women over the age of 45 are having children. And I wonder, are we segueing into a time where we're going to live longer? Because, you know, women having babies at 50 is kind of a new thing for our era. I mean, I know definitely a lot of celebrities, which is, you know, the only way we can kind of gauge how people are doing it. Right. Um, a lot of celebrities are in their mid to late 40s. Yeah. That are having babies. I know that that's happening. It's so weird. 50 is a, a new, that's a new way of doing things. <laughs> I would never. I would never do it. That's like the grandchildren years, you know, and she has grown children. Of course she does. I don't know. It was speaking of periods and stuff. I am, I am hardcore on the struggle bus right now. Yeah. Ever since Mackenzie, my, my daughter, my oldest daughter moved out, you know, when you live and you'll figure this out in a few years, not, not yet. Right. When you live with other girls who everybody's on their period, Everybody either sinks up, so you're all in your period at the same time, or it, but when you have girls who are in puberty or going through, you know, growing up, it whacks everyone out. Like, everybody's off kilter. It is, I feel sorry for husbands and brothers who have to endure it, because it is every week it's someone else losing their shit. Constant crying, running out of toilet paper, you know, demands for fast food and chocolate all the time. <laughs> you know, it's just... it's, it's cream it's, everywhere. <laughs> oh, God. You know, tears, anger, you know, judgment. It's... I really... I understand sometimes when I read about the old days where they would send women off to live in huts for a week. I get it. <laughs> I get it. I really do. Because... I maybe I wouldn't mind living in a hut for a week. Right? I mean, it's it sounds appealing now. It's like, well, as long as I have all my stuff, I'm good. I, I, I have can do everything that. I need and everyone would just leave me the leave F me alone. alone. Yeah. Right? I had a fantasy the other day because I'm in the throes of it right now I had, uh, of being on my period. And here's the thing. I just stupidly bragged to you about how my periods only last I was just gonna say I was just with you on Saturday yeah you told me it was gonna be over in like three days yeah today is day three or day four and I and I woke up this morning going well I should be done I'm like um what is this why am I still totally on my period it's and I have a migraine on top of it and I I'm like what what is happening in my world why am I suddenly having these seven day periods like I'm gonna have a six or seven day period this month and it's my fault for bragging to you and I should have known on Saturday when you looked at me you're like you look really pale are you anemic yeah you were pale (laughs) it was it's been the worst period ever and I I blame completely blame uh my teenage daughter and I always go are you on your period right now she's like no I finished a week ago and I'm like god what is happening I have the the weirdest stops and starts now. It freaking sucks. Now, you and I were talking about regularity when you're single or I guess when your man's on deployment, 
Your yes. period gets all weird. It's kind of funny because whenever Victor is gone on long trainings or yeah. has been on deployment, my period just stops for some reason. And it's almost like my uterus says to me, like, well, if there's no chance, we're not going to be, <laughs> you know, on, on the clock. Like, so we're going to rest just, too. We're just going to stop. And so I'll, especially when he's on deployment, I'll go like five or six months without a period. That's but so what weird. sucks is, is then he'll come home for like a two week visit and yeah. I'll get my period. Of course. And I, and it's not just a period. I mean, it's like, well, it's like, it's like a Niagara gunshot Falls. wound. <laughs> it is. It's <laughs> terrible. And yes. I'm just like, you guys have had six months to get this taken care of. <laughs> Why now in the lousy two weeks that he's that home? I can get, you know, do, right. does this have to happen? I want to get busy and here we are. Right. Well, when I was single, I was just super regular, just, you know, every month, every 28 days, whatever. And then I would get lucky and I would have sex and then my period would go off the charts weird. I would I wouldn't necessarily skip, but things got would get all messed up. And that, you know, of course, that in- includes pregnancy scares and all the stuff. And then, you know, three days late or four days late. And then I would finally start. And I'm like, why? Why? Why would a penis do this? Like, I why know. would it mess everything up so badly? I don't get our hormones. I really don't. I know. It's so crazy. You know, you're supposed to start, but then you don't. And mm-hmm. then, you know, it's because you were either hanging out with a friend for a long time. And right. you guys are trying to sync up or... Especially starting a new job, and then you hang out mm. with a bunch of girls, and then oh, you yeah, guys for all sure. start syncing up. And well, I know Mackenzie, and well, all the kids, even Malia, actually, you know, they're all on all girl. Where we're at some point all girl teams competitively, <clears throat> where they would spend six to twelve weeks together, wow. constantly. Well, because you're together every day for two to six hours, depending, and then set at, at some point, it's all going to sync. And can you imagine the week when every, I mean, that's got to be the most brutal week ever to get to it. coach people, you know, you've got some coach trying to coach 25 girls and they're all on the rag. Can you even imagine? No, no. It's bad enough when you have like three girls in the house. Can you, I can't imagine 25 all from different homes. That's got to be awful. I would think that, especially in competitive cheerleading, that some people might just not get him after a while. <laughs> it's not gymnastics. That's true. <laughs> they're not like underdeveloped. You know, but not. yeah, actually, <laughs> this is funny. Family Feud is doing like a bunch of celebrity weeks. I don't know if you've seen the previews I, for that. Daryl mentioned to me last night. He goes, "Did you see the Currys were on Family Feud?" I'm like, "No, what?" He goes, "Well." I guess the the wife did a great job, and he only, and then uh, Steph Curry came out, and he only had to get six points. He goes, if you can't get these six points, then you need to quit the Warriors. <laughs> yeah, right. He's like, all right. So then he answered one of the first question was he got zero points. Oh no! <laughs> so I think they ultimately won, but I had heard about this. I really have a hard time watching game shows on TV. Does it give you anxiety? No, they're just over the top, and I just don't like it. But I, I need to watch. I do love Family Feud, though. So who was on that you liked? No, it's, I don't know if they've been on yet, but um, so you know where they stand with Steve Harvey, and then they've got their hands, like, behind their back, and they've got yeah. it resting before they hit the button. Yes. Well, they had two gymnasts up there. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
unassuming female. <laughs> and Steve Harvey was looking down like, uh. <laughs> Nothing to look at here. <laughs> He's so gone. And they still have little voices and everything. Yeah, like they're that. super tiny. Yeah, they're teeny tiny people. Well, they've stunted their growth, basically, yes. by doing sports. Well, and they're just malnourished half the time because they have to be so small, you know, so tiny, thin. So, anyways, it was oh. just funny. That is funny. Oh, do you watch Long Island Medium? Have you ever watched that show? I've seen it once, but I just, I don't really like her. So I just make it a habit of not watching. Well, I went through a phase where I was watching it. And whether you believe in those things or not is not really the point of the show to me. I don't really know what it is. I mean, I have my thoughts, but I don't want to go out and I don't want to ruin anybody's day by telling you what I think about it. But... You know, she has been married to the same dude for like 25 years. I thought they were splitting up or something. They're splitting up. They're split. They're the divorce. I read today the divorce is going is going to happen. He moved from Long Island. He lives in Santa Monica, California now. Mm-hmm. And he has a girlfriend. Well, of course he does. And I'm like, what a weird thing to move across the country. And shockingly, you've had a girlfriend for nine months. Like, how did you meet this girl? Gee, let me think. You know, how did that happen, social media? Well, it shouldn't be a shock because she should have seen it coming. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she did. Maybe yeah. she did. She probably went, Larry, who's this for? <laughs> what are you talking about? Somebody came to me. Some Her long spirit came to me and told me. Oh, God. I've never liked those things. Anyway, the thing is, is that she's a cutie pie. The lady, yeah. the Long Island person, is really pretty and cute. But all I know is that it's unfortunate that reality shows tend to break up marriages. No matter how strong you think they are when you go into it, even those little people couldn't make it work. I, mean, I know. They're split completely. She's dating a, a, a normal-sized person. He's single on that pathetic little farm now. I mean, it just reality shows break up marriages. They just do. And I don't know what it is. I don't know why. Well, so I think weird. it's become because, you know, with fame, everyone kind of creates they their own. It. Well, they mm. create their own agenda, you know, That's true. as far as what they want to glean from it. Yes. And... I think if you don't have like a talk or something about like, what do we want to accomplish from this? You know, Man, I don't know. Some of those are pretty solid, though. I mean, although it, I think what also what it does, those shows, they expose their the weaknesses in the marriage. If there are weaknesses in the marriage. Yeah, you're going to find them. And uh, like, you know, that couple that you really like the flipper flop people. Yeah. You know, they're back with new episodes divorced. Yeah, no, I've been watching it. Yeah, and I I kind of am not digging it. I watched one the other day. She's she's like and they've always been terrible actors by the way. They've never been good at acting on that show. Yeah. So they're overacting how annoyed they are with each other all the time and it's like that's old. And no, yeah. let's not forget you have kids who are going to see this one day. Right. You know, I don't like it. I mean, I realized that, you know, the last season when they were supposedly together, married, they were actually separated. And I get all of that. Mm -hmm. That was the best acting they ever did. Now it's just like she's constantly irritated with him. And I'm thinking, what do you this is the this is the pull. This is what's going to make people watch your terrible acting. You're throwing a hissy fit and him constantly rolling his eyes and groaning. I'm like, what is this? Let's just not. Can't you just work together and be the one couple that can stay together but not married? 
Wouldn't yeah, that be nice? It's pretty painful to watch. And yeah, it's just kind of weird, too, because it just shows how it is when you first separate that how some some things are old habits and yes, some things are, you know, are the reason why you broke up like she's really flirty with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, that makes it really difficult because you can tell his heart's pretty broken about the whole thing. Mm. And so, and <clears throat> it's just, it's just a weird dynamic and it's nothing that they, the show highlights or anything like that. No. It's just, you know, anyone who's been in that situation, just watching, you know, you can tell the dynamic. Right, right. Well, anyway, don't do a reality show. God. Unless, I mean, I just would never do it. I would do it with a faux husband, but not a real one. A faux could, husband. Yeah, I'd be like, let's pretend we're married and let's do this show. That might work. But other than that, you know, no. Yeah, but then that could turn into an affair. <laughs> well, wouldn't that be exciting? God. Okay, so one good thing that's happening this summer. It's a good thing. It's a bittersweet good thing. So 4th of July is coming up. And if you have an athlete in any sport, uh, you you, je- you tend to be required to work a booth at fireworks time, 4th of July time. Mm-hmm. So Malia is a, is a varsity cheerleader. This is her last year. She's going to be a senior. Well, we still have to work a shift at the fireworks booth. So Daryl and I are working. We're closing out. Uh, Sunday night, we'll be there selling fireworks for the last time ever. Wow. Ever. We worked so many fireworks booths, so many fundraisers, so many swim meets and polo matches, and we're all done. I can't believe it. Are you going to bring some champagne? No, I can't do that. But I'm, I'm hoping we sell a bunch of shit so that we can... Go out with a bang, literally. <laughs> I'm sure you will. You're yeah, like, we're going to have the highest sales ever. I really wish you didn't live so far away because then you could come out and buy them from us. Yeah, That'd be really, awesome. huh? Yeah, it'd be great. Well, now that we're belonging to uh, the Thundering Herd, we probably will have to go <laughs> buy them from uh, Elk Grove. our own people. Yes, you'll have to go to your own fireworks booth. Wherever I that is. <laughs> well, I mean, did you not get the flyer? Did not you yet. not? I haven't. Did you not an email. sign off the thing? Well, they it starts on Friday, so yeah, I'm sure we'll get a, a note or something like that. They usually organize that stuff, and the reason why they um, they probably reach out to certain people first is is they reach out to the people who haven't been able to pay all their registration yet. Oh, and yes. so um, they give it them the opportunity to work it off by working right. in the booth and stuff. Yeah. We already paid ours, so so you're you're you would be doing it out of the kindness of your heart, basically, okay. like like we did the snack bar that one day. Oh my god! And said that that was a nightmare. God, <laughs> it's because they put us on food. I know you told me all about it. I had cheese in my hair, and you had the two hens bossing you around, which would have made me go. You know what? I'm done with this, bitches. Bye. I'm like we're switching. Here. Yeah, I've been like done. Enjoy your fanny packs and your visors. Out. <laughs> I'm sure your husband loves your short haircut. <laughs> right. God. I can't. Enjoy those denim shorts. You must be <sighs> sweltering in there. God. I didn't <laughs> I just, even know what I was wearing. Who cares? Well, not not food or not clothes to be serving food in, that's for sure. You probably look like Paris Hilton trying to iron bacon. <laughs> 
for real like what is this how do we do this i don't know what this is well that's a can opener paula (laughs) well what does it open i don't understand it's like it opens the cheese cheese comes in a can now okay wow we need more pretzels okay well we're out of the ones in the little glass container where do i get more in the freezer oh (laughs) does that mean that they're frozen (laughs) yeah for real (laughs) anyways All right, really quick, before we go into our ugly and awkward moments, you never told me that Ryan knew the C word. Well, Ryan doesn't know the C word as far as I'm concerned. He walked into the living room yesterday, and he's like, caca. (laughs) And I'm like, Ryan. What? And I'm like, why are you saying that? He's all, because it means poop. (laughs) And so... Isn't he, like, almost 13? <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's he doing? Because I think he saw it on one of those YouTube videos or something like that. Wait, so you mean caca, not cunt? Exactly. And so... Oh! But the, here's the story, is is that I started laughing because I'm like, you know, I'm like, that's not the first time that you've said that. And he's like, what? I'm like, you've said caca before. And I'm like, when you were in daycare, you were probably two or three years old. And I came and picked you up and you said to me, Mom, there was a bunch of boys today saying the C word. And I'm just like, the C word? You're like, what? And so I immediately start like sweating. (laughs) And I'm just like, (laughs) like, oh, no. He's like, yeah. I'm like, I said, uh, caca. (laughs) And he's like. No, no, and he said, crap. I'm like, oh. Oh, well. <laughs> right. I'm like, yeah, that's a bad word. I'm like, they definitely shouldn't have been saying that. I'm like, did you oh. say it? And he's like, no. And then he's like, what's caca? <laughs> so I said, <laughs> I said, just nothing. I said, just ignore what I said for keep going. He's like, well, what is it? Why do you keep saying caca? Where, what is that? You know? And so he kept saying it. And I'm like, Ryan, stop saying it. It's enough. You know, let's just go home. Forget it. (laughs) Neither scenario. He doesn't know what the C word is. I'm willing to bet $100. He absolutely knows what the C word is. I don't think he does. Really? Well, I'm not going to ask. Well, neither am I. Uh, But I feel like we're just, I feel like he's being sent out into the world so ill-equipped. He's like, what is that? I have no doubt he's going to hear it. I have no doubt he'll respond accordingly with, you know, his hands in his shish pockets and just kind of like, you know. Oh, that's new information. Bopping his head and then, you know, come home and ask his dad what it is. And he said like two words to me the whole time he was at our house. He's so teenagery. It's crazy. Well, he tried to pull a fast one last night where we made dinner. Yeah. Then he went into his room and sat on his bed with his dinner and in front of his tablet. And so what? I walked into his room and I'm like, what do you think you're doing? And he's like <laughs> eating dinner. And I'm like, in your room in front of your tablets. <laughs> I'm like, I would appreciate it if you'd come eat dinner with us. And he's like, I can. And oh, I'm like, well. and then I said, what do you think you would, what do you think would happen if dad had been home? He's like, I'd probably be in a lot of trouble. I'm like, exactly. Oh, and so, so he's starting to push the boundaries a bit. And so I'm like, why are you doing it to me? <laughs> Cause you don't care. It's like, I do care. Now get your ass in there. God. Yelling is so fun. 
<laughs> oh my god it was the funniest thing ever it's so funny okay so let's go ahead and go to our ugly and awkward moments of the week I was looking for an important piece of paper in my house and there's really only two places that we keep like important documents. One is on my end table where I sit on the couch and then one's like a little file folder wire thing that we have on the counter. Yeah, where all the bills go. Right. Right. I was looking all over the house. I couldn't find anything. Well, because our living room's a little small, we have that um, bar thing where you could put bar stools underneath it, but instead we pushed our love seat underneath it. Okay. I was standing on the love seat trying to see if maybe it got left on top of the bar. And the chair I was standing on um, was reclined. And so I was just like, okay, it's cool. It's reclined. I mean, nothing, nothing's going to happen. I know what's going on. Well, I guess I stepped a little too forward because you know how chairs will recline, but then they'll really stretch out. Yes. Like if you step too hard on the back of the the seat. (laughs) And so I stepped and it reclined all the way. So I was like surfing. Mm, (laughs) And then when it did that, I hit my stomach really hard on the bar. (gasps) Oh, ow. (laughs) Which made me feel like angry because (laughs) it reminded me of that meme where that person had a bunch of flour on their stomach and they were rolling it out (laughs) god and so i was wobbling and i was i almost fell but i didn't and anyways it was just really embarrassing no one was there to see it but i knew what happened and i was just actually i was kind of grateful no one was there to see it because it was it was really embarrassing. But. I wonder, did you feel like maybe a gymnast on the second bar when you know when they do the the uneven bars and they're laying chalk chalk filled on the bottom bar before they go spinning around to flip to do the top? <laughs> you look like that. Be, it could have been. I was a little bit more sideways, so that's why I felt like more like I was surfing because. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing, but anyways, the worst part That's was funny. just the hitting of my stomach. Oh, that would made me angry. I would have been <laughs> so mad at myself. Because no one wants to feel like, you know, and it was straight from like the underneath side. Oh, God. The... Do you have a mark? No, I didn't get a mark, oh, but it just hurt. But... That, makes me, that makes my body hurt when I think about it. But Ugh. it was just like, you know, I felt like Santa Claus hitting his stomach <laughs> on the counter. You don't look like Santa Claus, but I know. But what you're you know saying. how you feel like Santa Claus. Yes, yes. And you're like, so, oh, no, I was no, just no. Like, Dang it! <laughs> so <laughs> that's. Funny. I never found the paper up there. Oh, though. I of did course. find it, but not up there. Oh well, well. So it was all for naught. But I have two because I can't remember. Did I tell you about? <laughs> did I tell you about the thing that happened when we went to the beach house after Daryl and I had dinner? And I thought my plate was his plate. Oh, uh-uh. okay. I'm going to tell you about that one because no one knew about it. And it was so awkward and gross at the same time. Daryl and I, uh, we were at the beach house a few weeks ago, at a beach house a few weeks ago. And for the last 
full night that we were there, we decided to barbecue steaks. So we barbecued some steaks and we were eating and it was great. Malia and her friend had gone off to go play ping pong and Daryl and I were finishing up. Daryl is super like he really hates gristle a lot. Oh, okay. like he hates it. So if he even ta- even if he f- feels a little bit of anything in the steak, he'll spit it out. He doesn't like it. So we're eating and I I don't like gristle, but Daryl is so meticulous about gristle on meat that if there's anything at all, I can barely tell and I'll eat it. So I cleared my plate. We were watching something. I, I think it was the Giants game or something. We were watching it. So we were I was clearing our plates from where we were sitting and there was a little piece of steak. I go, I thought I ate all my steak. And so I put it in my mouth. <laughs> and I realized that it was a little gristly. Oh, gross. And I went, oh, my God, this is Daryl's chewed up steak. And I just put it in my mouth and I spit <laughs> it across into the sink. And I almost threw up. I was like, <coughs> God, I, I told no one. I told no one about that. It was horrifying. Horrifying. And then I told Daryl, and he's like, oh, my God, you ate my chewed up steak. I'm all, shut up! Just shut up! <laughs> Just shut up about it! Oh, my it's gosh. Like, wow. That's so funny. Yeah, and I'm like, and it was grisly. Ooh. Well, it did he so eat sick. it, or? No, he had, he had spit it out. Ew! Oh, that's what I'm saying! I uh, thought you meant, like, he cut it off of the steak. No, he, eats, he ate it and went, oh, grisly. <laughs> And then oh, I went, oh, I didn't oh, eat this piece. Oh. <laughs> I don't clean my plate usually. And so, but the steak was really small. And I'm like, oh, this, and it was really good. I'm like, I can't believe I didn't eat this. And so, God, it was awful. You ate like a regurgitated chew. <laughs> it was, it was, yes. That's all the so bad things. Gross. It was all the bad things. Terrible. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was awful. It was terrible. And you know, and you know how I am about sharing anything with another anything. human. Like I won't even share a cup with a baby. I don't care how cute the baby is. I'm not getting that slobber on my cup. Uh, they can have the drink. I'm I'm just I can't. And so the fact that I did that is just awful. Uh, what did you rinse your mouth out or what did you Absolutely. Do? <laughs> Yes, everything. I did everything. I, it was so gross. Ugh, oh God. my gosh, that's so funny. I definitely think you win. <laughs> gosh, take your points and buy some mouthwash. <laughs> so gross. I know. It's so gross. I think about it all the time, too, when I'm eating. I'm like, God, I remember that time that I did that. But see, that's that's OCD people, by the way. That's what OCD does. You you replay a bad incident over and over and over again, even when it wasn't so bad. Yeah, it'll drive you nuts. That's pretty much what that is. So there you oh, go. Oh, my goodness. That's yeah, every time funny. I eat steak now, I go, remember that time that you ate that chewed up steak, Jamie? <laughs> Gross. Yeah, that'll haunt me for years. Gross. For years, it'll haunt Gross. me. Gross. <laughs> At some point, it'll become funny. Uh, well, it's funny enough for me to share, but like the, <laughs> this time, it was the first time Daryl realized I wasn't perfect. We had been married. I think Malia, Malia wasn't even, I wasn't even pregnant with Malia yet. So it was really early on in our relationship, like three, two or three years. And I had made pot roast and it was the best pot roast I ever ate. And I was sitting at the computer and the gravy was so good. I was literally licking my plate. I know this story. Daryl walked in, watched, and caught me licking full, like, like I was, 
a guy going down on the hottest chick ever <laughs> looking hard and he just froze and he's like what are you doing and i'm like don't look at me <laughs> and to this day he goes jamie it's the only thing i have to hold over your head literally it's the only thing because i'm so pristine I know. And he's like, it's the only thing I have, so don't take it from me. I'm like, I, there's nothing I can take. I did it. I did it. It's in the canon of our relationship forever. When I when I die, he'll tell the he can tell the story at the funeral. I know. God, jeez, that's <laughs> so funny. That's anyway. embarrassing. I know. So, what are you guys doing for Fourth of July? Well, you know, Victor's not home yet. He's on right. his way home actually yes. today. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that was a surprise. And okay. so um, we will probably have a discussion as far as what we want to do. But if I had to guess, I would say we'll probably get some fireworks and we'll put them on the front porch or not the front porch. On the, the children street. will hide. <laughs> the yeah, children. they'll stand there. We'll probably open the garage and they'll stay in the garage with their ears plugged. And uh, they're just not big fans of that stuff, huh? They never are. I'll never forget the year I stood out in the uh sidewalk by myself lighting fireworks <laughs> while they were in the house looking out the window <laughs> and all so the neighbors weird. were like looking you know putting up chairs and everything looking around and they were just all watching me light fireworks oh god paula <laughs> that's horrible well victor was in afghanistan and right. I, I had remember. no choice because they were excited they're like let's get fireworks yeah we're like all right and so I was putting on a fireworks show for everyone in the neighborhood. <laughs> and they're all, hooray! They're like, Yay! God bless America! And your kids are all, is it over yet? <laughs> Can we go to bed? Bob, is, is this one loud? Is this the last one? Is this the one that goes, eek? Oh, my God. It's like, you guys want to hold some sparklers? No! No, thank you! Get on my arm! That should be fun. Hopefully. That should be a fun investment for you. Hopefully, uh, Ryan, being 12 years old, he can handle it. One would hope. You know, it's funny. We, you know, well, you remember, we used to have hardcore parties. Fourth yeah. of July. Neighbor, neighborhood parties. And then everyone lost their house in the recession and moved away. Yeah. Most of those families also divorced. And so now there's nothing. Yeah. Malia, though, has a really good little pack of friends and a lot of their friends aren't doing anything either. And so it's really sad because I swear to God, after that recession hit and everyone lost their house, there's been nothing since. Like literally no 4th of July nothing. And so last year, Daryl and I, we bought like 50 bucks worth of stuff because we were working the fireworks booth. Mm-hmm. And we, we lit them up in our court, which is a perfect place to have neighborhood fireworks and there were a couple people that sat out and enjoyed them but our kids weren't even there it was just me and daryl <laughs> we were just doing it ourselves <laughs> this year i'm hopeful that uh we will have we'll have more than you know malia is supposed to invite some friends over and uh we'll we'll buy some more fireworks and we'll do it because malia is still like i want to do it so we're like yeah let's do it why not we have a good time who cares you know we'll still yeah. do them fireworks are fun I think they're fun. I mean, I I always hope for the big, the big finale, and it you know you don't you never want the dud. You want it to be the the biggest, funnest, coolest one. Yeah, it's the so. really big one that usually mm-hmm. shoots out like three different colors and yeah, the purple and yellow and whatever. So we'll do that, and that'll be that. But 
you know, we used to go to the big shows, but now they're so dangerous. It's just yeah, not really. fun. Yeah, I, they're not as fun. I can't do the big crowd things anymore. I'm I too can't nervous. Either, man. It's just I know. Which is, you know, sad, but it's yeah. just the world we live in for now. Well, I <clears throat> now that it's just me and if it's just Daryl and I, we we would consider it, but you know, if we lived in a town where they did the cool fireworks over the water like they do in San Francisco or New York or, you mm-hmm. know, the East Coast, I would totally go to those. Yeah. I would absolutely. We know enough people on boats. We go sit on a boat and watch it. But th- then you think of the inevitable, like, you know, the traffic and the drunk people and none of that appeals to me. You know so. what? Actually, last year, I think we were in Reno. I think that's where we went. And you did. That's right. You went for Olivia's birthday. Yeah, and we were um, in a room that was facing, I think it was the Nugget, and they do this giant rooftop display. Oh, so you guys had good seats. We got to see that. Well, that's nice. That's good. Well, it was different. It was different. So. So anyway, all right. Well, well, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a wrap too. So um, I hope we hope everybody has a safe and uh, sane Fourth of July. Please, uh, when we say safe, please don't you know blow your hand off or get crazy with the fireworks. Don't put them in places they don't belong. Please, don't make us read about it tomorrow. Yeah, really. We want to have you back to listen to us. Uh, Speaking of which, we will not be having a show next Wednesday on the actual 4th of July. We uh, hope that you actually go do much more fun things and uh, spend time with family and friends. So we will be back the following Sunday per usual. And we'll probably do a recap of all the things that we did. Yeah. And we will see you next time. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.